0: This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Charlotte Chung and Fred Tattashore. And you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Time Live. Live. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Town Live Extras, so let's start with your host, Dextavia Josiah. Power up and game on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Folks, we got a ton of news to talk about this week in the world of gaming, including my review, my final stage review of Astral Chain, the game, one of the games I've been waiting to play for quite some time, and I finally got to play it, played the hell out of it, dominated it, and we're going to talk about all of that today on our final stage review. But... We got so much news because, once again, Nintendo has dropped a huge bomb on us called Nintendo Direct, and we're going to talk about everything that they discussed in the 40-minute video presentation. So, I there's nothing I can say right now other than, let's get down to it. Um, again, you know what's funny? I was actually going to not use the Overwatch panel... Uh, you know drop that I got from Keystone Comic Con but there's a reason why I needed to do it again and that is because the first thing that was announced at Nintendo Direct last night at 6 p.m eastern standard time 3 p.m pacific standard time was the already leaked announcement but it's now coming to fruition of Overwatch coming to the Nintendo Switch with New ways to play the game, and this version is coming very soon. As uh, yet to be announced, as when it's coming out, but it is coming. It actually looks pretty damn good on that Nintendo Switch. And as a now fan of this game, I and how involved I've become of this game and other amongst other things, I can't help but to be able to invest in this, and I can't wait. I'm looking forward to be able to play this on handheld mode. Do you understand how cool that is? I, you know, I'm again, I'm not really the best. FPS guy in the world, but I gotta tell you, the idea of playing an FPS game on the Nintendo Switch and just being able to carry it around, it gives a different perspective of gameplay when doing it that way. For some reason, seeing it on a big screen to me, just, it's weird. Um, It's weird for me, and I don't like really the first-person view. Like, if you guys have been at the panel, uh, me and Fred Tadishore, basically the voice of uh, Soldier 76 we love the game but if you had to pick and choose what type of game we like games that you could see the characters in in a third person type of view whereas um you know you don't see the characters and when you have something like overwatch which is beautifully done and you got all these really cool characters you kind of want to see a character move around and such like that but again that doesn't take away from the quality and the accolades that the overwatch has had uh throughout the last few years and including uh, over 100 Game of the Year awards. That's huge. That is absolutely freaking huge. Um, so they have announced it will be on a Nintendo Switch. The other interesting factor here is whether they're going to have competitions using the Nintendo Switch or is it going to be cross-play doing it? Because that'll be interesting to see how people are going to play this game on a Nintendo Switch competing with people on Xbox and and the uh playstation 4 i i'm i'm hinting to believe that they will have some form of cross play and I, that'll be interesting to see how you know whether and i doubt that you know e-league teams will actually play on a nintendo switch but it'd be very interesting to see you know who can master that and who can get you know into that whole entire thing so it's official they will be playing on the nintendo switch and you know those who are switch fans now can see why this game is so well received and even i became be i could become a fan of it. and like i said last really game i kind of enjoyed that was a first person shooter was like unreal tournament that's how far back on a pc that's how far back i've i've I haven't really played, you know, PC games, and a lot of it has to do with probably not the fact that I just not a fan of the first person view perspective, but also I hate when I can't see, I, I, you know, I can't get through blind spots, and I would probably need somebody to absolutely train me how to maneuver and, you know, detect blind spots, because somebody can get me right in the back of the head a lot of times and whatnot, and it's just like I can't I, I, it's just hard for me to get through, so um, but it's it's coming. I'm looking forward to it. I'm a full advocate now of it, so I'm ready for it. The other thing that they mentioned amongst a long list of games that they mentioned on this was Luigi's Mansion again. Um, this time they mentioned new stages such as Tomb Suites, spectral ca- uh, cash, and dance hall among other things. there's also a new mode called Scream Park that allows two to eight players multiplayer to play so it's coming on august 31st so get ready for that and it looks good it looks really good i actually played the original game as well and i thought it was pretty fun i never did finish it but i really did enjoy it so i'm looking quite forward to it whether i'm gonna get it um you know day of that's a whole nother thing because like i said i didn't play the, i didn't beat the original one but it was really fun to play I did, and it's probably because I got stuck on some things so much, and I just, like, I had to keep it moving, so that was one thing. Uh, The other game that I mentioned, which is actually out and available and free right now, and that is uh, Super Kirby's Clash, which basically is a Super Smash Brothers clone starring uh, Kirby, pretty much, but the cool part is it is free. They have a free version. I don't know if this means this is a lead to them doing a full version which you're going to have to pay for i don't know what this entails they never really explained it they just said we have a free version of it you know go check it out i actually did download it but i have not got a chance to play it yet so i will trans- i will transfer that to next week's show and uh give a little bit more uh thought process on that one uh a game that will be out in 2020 that i'm actually quite interested in when seeing it is trials of mana hd remake so this is a remake from the original 2d game which was kind of like i believe if i'm correct it was like a 2d you know over the top zelda type of game but now it's totally remade into and th- in, in, in like in-depth 3d mode and now it's an action role-playing game which allows a lot more uh features than ever before from the game so you know they remade the game is coming out april 24th 2020 i am i'm you know i'm not a big fan of turn-based games but i uh not too many of them there's some rare games that i do play but i don't generally do jrpgs or turn-based rpgs f- uh, for that matter uh but i love doing some action rpg games and trial of mana looks like maybe the game i will be investing in in 2020 so again april 24th 2020 is coming then uh return of Oberdin, which is like a crazy mystery and uh, it's like a period piece mystery pretty much um, I'm thinking the 1800s it looks like but the crazy artistic part of this consists of the game looking like a very well graphically detailed game boy game so it has like it l- literally looks like a game boy game you know if you if you guys owned the original game boy it was like a greenish type of tent screen with just black pixels and stuff like that so the pixel rate of this thing is out of this world because <laughs> it looks like a 30 it looks like an actual you know a playstation game or a playstation 2 game or playstation 3 game in the filter format of a game boy game so think of it like that but you have to solve a bunch of mysteries to what's going on in this um in this ship or whatever like that and it's a. Uh, it looks very interesting this is like one of those artistic you know style games that it's, a, it's really, there's an appeal to it. There's a significant artistic appeal to it from that point. So that uh, will be out soon. Little Town Hero. And if you heard about this game, this is Game Freak's brand new IP, which actually plays like Pokemon. <laughs> so I was hoping when I found out about this and read about this, I believe I read about this on Game Informer. When I found out about this game, I was hoping that. Game Freak would just totally make an entirely new game. Maybe if you're going to stick with RPG to make it a action RPG. But as you look at the video presentation of this, it just looks like the same thing with a different story and different characters. Now, granted, with that said, the animation and the character design of the game looks phenomenal. It looks absolutely phenomenal. Uh, so that, to me, is a lore alone. But they didn't show too much of the game for me to say all right i'm, I'm interested and i'm jumping in aside from the fact that it looks beautiful i want to see a little bit more in, into why i want to invest in this game like i would pokemon game which by the way pokemon is one, just one of the rare rpg turn-based games i will play i don't know why i'm so geared with that game it, it's it, the lore of that the way that they put that together is just it's uh it's quite amazing <laughs> I'm into that, not any other one, but and it probably is because they make it really fun to play too, that could be another thing too. Uh, so that's the whole thing. Then, to my heart and many other fighting game fans' heart, we got another Super Smash Brothers announcement. They talked about doing a ban- they talk about doing a Banjo Kazooie separate video, which came on right after this presentation. So, in fact you got like a whole hour's worth of you know nintendo direct to be honest because like the other one the other video which we'll be talking about as well briefly uh, or a little bit is that it's like that was like what, 25 minutes 13 seconds of that video footage talking about banjo kazooie and what he can do and such and then he also had other announcements so we'll talk about that after this but the biggest news and the second leaked information that came about we already knew that this was happening it was already rumored that this was going to happen but we didn't know who it was it was announced and leaked that an snk character and when we say snk character we just know it's going to be a fighting game character so that's yeah, out of all the snk games the fighting games is what led them to glory aside from the fact that they charged you two hundred dollars per game and seven hundred dollars for the damn console still the most ridiculous thing ever made but they uh they apparently did this absolutely one of my favorite Super Smash Brother reveal announcements ever. They did this fantastic tease using... All right, it looks like SNK worked along with them doing a remake of intros from some of SNK's... Our SNK favorite fighting games, like, you know, it, King of Fighters. If you play played King of Fighters before, you know it always starts with the envelope that Rugal always provides so and you see always see keo's hand you know about to catch it and, and flame it on fire this time he did not catch it and his hand was like in in at all that he did not he was not able to catch this uh <laughs> this actual uh envelope so then it transfers over to i believe andy and joe from fatal fury they they didn't catch it then uh, geese howard he tried to catch it could not catch the envelope then it transitioned over to the world of samurai showdown where nakaruru missed it Hamaru, i believe missed it and then lo and behold oh oh rio um rio from art of fighting also tried to catch it too could not catch it so all lo and behold it goes to the ground and the one person that got the invitation and is coming to the world of smash brothers on november of this year is none other than the lone wolf himself, Terry Bogard. I would have loved everybody else, but to be honest, Terry Bogard is their icon. That is just that is just it. I I couldn't, you couldn't have p- picked any other person. Now, I think if they did pick Keo, or any of the other cast, I think people would have been in an uproar as to why you didn't pick Terry Bogard because Terry Bogard is their Ryu. He's always been their Ryu. He's always been their most fan favorite character in the game and in any of the games whether it was Fatal Fury um it was King of Fighters regardless he's been a fan favorite and amongst all of them that's the person that you wanted to do a crossover with whether it was from Rio from Art of Fighting or Ryu from Street Fighter which eventually did happen now we get to see him among among the Hall of Fame which truth be told and I've discussed this many times before with you know game developers who's been on this show that and 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 voice actors as well uh I believe Ruben Langdon and Kyle Hebert I actually spoke about this because both their characters are in Super Smash Brothers but to be in Super Smash Brothers now is like being in a gaming hall of fame because it like every single character from every single you know gaming company is is getting in this game so to add Terry Bogart is highly respectful to do that like this guy the character has gone out of his way to be in anime movies they did a crappy live action version of it which we will not speak about <laughs> and if i talk about it anymore i will get majorly upset of how they handled that <laughs> that, that movie i tell you but nonetheless this is awesome i'm looking for i think i've been debating whether I was going to invest in a fighters pack and I, there's a lot of per, uh, Persona fans out there. There's Banjo-Kazooie fans out there. This one caters to me. So if I get any of them, I'm getting Terry Bogart. And he will be available coming November 19th. So remember, that's coming there. He's in development right now. I'm looking forward to seeing more of him as the time goes by. And uh, that's, that's really exciting. And not only that, we still got one more left in the Fighters Pack. So that could be anybody at this point. But major news was announced after the fact that more characters are in development after the first fighters pack so we're getting the second season they're working on a, a like five more characters here and again it just brings up more excitement here i i am all for this i'm ready for this i'm looking forward to it i'm really hoping that they go out of the box completely not even just go into the video game front but go out of the box and go anime <laughs> go get uh, like uh go get Goku or uh, Naruto or something like that. I'm I'm very interested in seeing what they're gonna do and how far out of the box they're gonna go with this and or what game are they gonna pick this time? I can't. What other icons can be in this game? And we got now six mystery characters that will be coming in. Who do you want to be in this game? That's what I want to know. So. Um, that'll be interesting there they move on to talk about legend of zelda uh lynx awakening the remake uh there will be an amiibo coming out in the uh during the release as well they you know showed a lot of different features and a lot of new you know tricks that you'll be able to do in the game uh coming this month september 20th i this may be a first day buy for me this absolutely may be a first day buy for me because i played a Link's. Uh, Link's Awakening in so many different versions of that game. I, you know, how do I not get this? <laughs> how do I not get this? This is, It's just quite amazing. So it looks beautiful. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, they also mentioned Dragon Quest X. Uh, what is it? Dragon Quest 6S Echoes of the uh, Elusive Age Definitive Edition. And uh, as well as Tokyo Mirage Session FE Encoun- uh, Encore. Tokyo Mirage uh, Session Fe, which basically is Fire Emblem, uh, is a turn-based RPG game based using the characters from uh, Fire Emblem. In here, It look again, looks beautiful. The story actually is looks kind of fun to play. So it it's something I could down the line maybe want to poke at and invest in even though it's turn-based uh the the actual look and and feel of it just it looks intriguing to me so that's coming out january 17th 2020 right around my birthday so it that could be a thing depending if something else uh comes out as well i it's funny thing didn't i forgot what came out last year my birthday but i think no february i think is when jump force came out and i was so disappointed in that but that's a whole nother story from there That's a story for the most disappointing games of the year down this December, so get ready for that one. Uh, So, moving on, we also have Deadly Promotion... uh, What is it? Premonition 2, A Blessing in Disguise, and Deadly Premonition Origins. Uh, so that is a, I know one of our ACMG members is aware of that game. I've never actually heard of the original, let alone the sequel of that. So that's coming out soon as well. Uh, Definity, or, uh, Original Sin 2, definitive edition. Uh, then a huge announcement that Doom 64. Is coming in. I, if I'm correct, this may be the first or second Nintendo 64 game to be ported onto the Nintendo Switch. We need to see more of this. I would love to play... there's some There's some Nintendo 64 games I would absolutely love to play, and with the cool part about Doom 64 is that it looks extremely polished and remastered. It still looks 64-bit, but it looks very clean. It's been optimized for a 16-9 ratio uh, to fit the screen. And it just looks it looks really, really cool. It looks like it still looks like as fun as it was back then for people who enjoyed that game. Rogue Company, which is like an online multiplayer, you know, shooter, much like Overwatch, uh, is coming in 2020. Pokemon Sword and Shield. We got to see more, a little bit more here today revealed, including uh customizations mostly, uh, which they allow they have even more selections of clothing this time around and i'm hoping i'm really hoping this time and i thought they did a great job with uh sun and moon last time and um i the customization and and uh, evie and pikachu was, yeah it was I, I i'm hoping that they really work on representation just a little bit more because it's one thing i one thing i that did always pisses me off when they do customizations for characters in certain games is that especially games like that is that they will have now they gotten the pigmentation right uh, the color the hue of brown and, and black right but it's just not enough when you have hairstyles that are like of other ethnicities and other ethnic identities so there's no way there's not that many people of color that has their hair straightened like Andre 3000 Snoop Dogg at the time, you know, you got a few people from Atlanta that are actually, you know, do the, the hair straightening thing that's not everybody, so we can't get away with that, we want to see something a little bit more realistic you know, and, and relatable, per se, and I don't mean corn rolls because that's always the go-to thing, don't have you don't have to have corn rolls or an afro just give something a little, like, I, I give credit, WWE 2K always represents really well when it comes to the, you know, the creative suites, the selections of hairstyles and such, um, I really enjoy what they have because they they are catering to what you know to reality of things. They want you to make real characters, so or fictitious characters as well. But even still, there's some representational items in there that respectfully matches what people will be you know wearing and looking like today. So I would like to see hopefully more of that, more hairstyle selections that are relatable to certain cultures that go in there so i mean that's that's pretty much on that but otherwise the game's always fun i'm looking forward to it coming november 15th uh, of course that will be one of the ones i get possibly first day and review that as well so i'm looking forward to that they move on to talk about further and that is um nintendo switch online which i meant i do enjoy it but even funnier now because i have a um a raspy <laughs> a retro uh pie that has virtually every single one of these games on air but um the nintendo switch online is now presenting super nintendo games which i believe at this time it should be there or it's right now as we're recording this is 11:30 a.m within a half hour it'll probably be released along with some other games that are coming out one of which i will be reviewing next week and i'll mention that at the end of this show and so that is really cool i didn't list the games that they were going to be presenting but it's about about a dozen games for the super nintendo that will be premiering uh very soon on here so stay tuned for that if you are looking to play super nintendo games not only that but they also presented a new super nintendo wireless controller which is awesome i just for collector's purposes i would want to buy that uh and in fact it is wireless and you'd be able to you could be able to play it too and I am all for that. I wonder if you can play that with the RetroPie. That probably not because you probably need to upgrade for that, but an update on a firmware for that or stuff like that. So, but I'm looking forward to it. It's pretty awesome. Uh Tetris 99 Eviticus. Uh, uh well, Tetris 99 is going to be adding on. I think Eviticus is a new name. I know it's kind of screwed. But tetris 99 is going to be adding on some new stages new downloads for both the online version and the offline version that you get to buy as well so i believe that should be available right now if not soon as well from there a a game that i'm actually really really looking forward to more than i did before when i brought this game Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020. I think they're going to go, I think they're gonna go all out for this game. This game, all one, the cool part about this game is that if you've seen it, it allows 2D 16-bit mode. Uh, you know, throughout certain parts of the game or all the games that you can transition it to. And a ton of different modes. It also has a new storyline that takes you back to the last time uh tokyo had the olympics as well so you got that there are a ton of modes including martial arts boxing uh surfing i mean just way more than it ever has before and that was one of the things i wish that the other game had i did beat and play the other game it was it was a pretty fun and the story was pretty cool i think they're gonna absolutely do way more than they did before because it's the switch and it, they could do a lot more to add on to things so i am looking forward very much to this in the 2022 you know olympic games is looking to be really exciting this year especially when the theme of the entire olympics is going to be anime based so if you didn't know that you know that now they're going to be the icons the actual uh mascots for the olympics this year is sailor moon goku naruto i believe possibly ken from fist of north star i'm not sure but i know those three are Particularly the three, and plus maybe two more or something like that, are going to be the mascots this year for the Olympics because it's in Tokyo and they're celebrating in a big way. And um, with anime becoming very mainstream right now, in both a good and a bad way, um, they, you know, it's this is the time. This is the time to do it. Uh, I, I feel so bad for the character yama right now, but that's a whole other discussion. But uh, Damon Machina which actually is going to be presenting another demo coming soon, a prologue demo, which is going to introduce the beginning of the game. Not only that, the game will allow you to save data when you buy the actual game. This is one of the games I was talking about when it comes to representation. Last time I played their last demo, I was eh with it. I I was really excited about this game because it had a a game uh, like a a Zona Vendor type of vibe to it but upon playing it as beautiful as it looks the one thing that pissed me off was the lack of representation of the they had the pigmentation of the character but the hairstyle they they didn't have enough representations of hair and we did I did a a survey feedback from them I'm hoping other people also chimed in especially people of color chimed in to say I want to see more representational items to make my character look representative of my you know of me you know to to some extent to as best you can and i hopefully hopefully they have done that this time around because if i don't see that this time around i'm not i'm i may not invest in this game this to me was like that pisses me off that pisses me off to no end right there so that's one thing uh star wars jedi knights 2 jedi Outcast will be ported to the Nintendo Switch fans of that game. We'll get a chance to play it on the Switch on the go in handheld mode and on TV mode as well. So get ready. That will be coming out soon. The Witcher 3 Witch, uh, Wild Hunt Complete Edition which comes with all of the DLC involved for one price. One great low price of maybe $59.99, I believe. It is out on the eShop right now. I believe you can pre-order it right now, so that'll be out. Assassin's Creed The Rebel Collection will be out as soon. So I think it's two games in one for that one for one great low price. A game called Dauntless is coming. Montage of Upcoming Games is coming as well. Call of uh, chu I can't even pronounce his name. Chulu, I believe, or Chuhu. Uh, Vampire, spelled with a Y animal crossing was a big presentation that they showed and that will be coming i believe march of 2020 i didn't write that down but they're they're working hard on that game because it was supposed to come out this year there were some hiccups with it unfortunately which is a rare for nintendo or anything nintendo based for you know for them to have a hiccup in that so this is one of those situations i give a pass because Unlike some, you know companies like Square Enix and stuff like that that have been working on games for so long and constantly have been dragging their their feet with it, Nintendo oh when they, they come out with a game it usually comes out when they say it's coming out and I I can say to this for them to take this long to do it is you know Animal Crossing fans don't fret it's i think they're gonna do a hell of a job you're gonna have a great time with this game i really do i've never played animal crossings i've just seen the religious fandom of this game from other people and i mean really really people have cried when the announcement of this game was delayed i legit this is absolutely legit i was like wow these cute little animals really get near dear to people's heart (laughs) so it will be out in 2020 believe uh march i believe is coming out so stay tuned for that the last game that they uh, revealed was xenoblade chronicles the definitive edition i guess this means that they're giving up every dlc and everything that they had for one low price i still don't know if this game is an action rpg or rpg or whatever the hell this game is it looks great maybe depending on the price i'll maybe jump on it or something like that or if i see the actual gameplay i i have uh craig holland who actually was he was so on this game or into this game uh he loves it but he loves everything and i he got to understand i am an action role-playing game so if it's action role-play based i'm jumping on it i am absolutely jumping on it so you know stay tuned for that you know so we have this 40 minute big presentation a lot of games that we already knew about but we got to see a lot of details so there wasn't too much excitement about what was coming because some of it was already leaked but with that said sometimes things that are leaked isn't always true and the fact that overwatch is coming the fact that we got terry bogart coming as well some more links awake awakening news uh doom 64 I, you know, some sword and shield information. I mean, there's tons of new information and tons of new games. Uh, Trial of Mana, uh, Mana. You know, I, for me, I was, I was really excited, not above and beyond excited, because again, a lot of things were leaked. But overall, I thought this was a really great presentation, a, a really huge chunk of presentation that they gave, and I'm looking forward to it. I love it. Um, if I would give this a grade of a presentation this time around. I would say B plus. I would say B plus. It didn't. I wasn't shocked or blown away by a lot of the news that I have gotten from this. But there's some more news coming soon. I know Samurai Showdown and all the stuff is coming for the uh, Switch as well, and amongst other games will be coming for the Switch as well. So stay tuned for all that. And they, this, the stuff that they announced on the, that's on the game here, on the presentation here, still doesn't amount to the the amount of games that you see previewing or coming soon on the eShop. So, they haven't even mentioned those games that are coming into eShop. So, stay tuned for that and much more. We do also, afterwards, had to watch the Banjo and Kazooie Showcase, which they gave you a bit of a rundown of what he can do as well in the game, which I believe he's available right now on the uh, eShop and and the Fighters pack right now. So, you can get them right now and download them right now. But, some other surprises coming to Smash Brothers: The final new mode that will be coming in and it is the return of home run contest which now can have two players in there which you can you're supposed to work together with the actual uh second player but during the presentation you end up you can also battle the character we discovered as well in here but the idea is to put in the idea is now it's the length of the length that you can uh hit the actual beanie pack uh beanbag to is about as far as from one city uh, of japan to another you can also uh hit it so high that it goes into space and land so you have that but adding two players will allow the advantage to be able to, to send it that far and that was the whole point of that um they also announced that there will be more Ultimate Me Fighter costumes, such as uh, from different games that we've actually played, such as Ninja, Mystical Gaiman, uh, Mega Man. You can play. Uh, there's a Zero costume that you'll be able to get. Mega Man X, which is another Zero costume. I don't know if that's all the costumes that you'll be able to get, but they just display Zero on there. Pokemon, which you could play as, uh, you could wear Team Rocket gear, and uh, Undertale, which has also been high in demand as well. So all of those costumes are available right now so you can get that as well and um that is pretty much it with that so i mean overall i thought it was a b plus presentation and all a lot of great announcements and everything it didn't blow me away to make it a grade type of thing i've been blown away many times before by other ones and surprised by other ones i think if maybe if it wasn't leaked out i probably would be more excited but that's the one that's the whole thing but they gave us a whole bunch of things to look out for um the overwatch thing is huge the Overwatch thing, is, it, it, it is huge. Uh, and it's going to change the way gameplay is happening. If they have cross-play, it's going to be a big deal, too. Um, also, Witcher 3 is also a big deal, too, because it's just one of those games, like the like the game I'm about to review, that proves that how powerful the Nintendo Switch is and how much they can handle uh, within their system, regardless. So, I'm looking forward to a lot of these games, as well. So, that will do it for this portion of of select start we're going to take a break come back and in our final stage review we're going to talk about astral chains and is this the game i've been waiting for and is the anticipation worth it we'll find out right after this folks we are back with our final stage review and it is my review of what i consider one of the most anticipated games i've been waiting for and that is astral chains by platinum games this game first of all let me just tell you how much of a fan i am of platinum games uh not just since devil May cry you know there's some of the creators of devil May cry worked on it uh, as a part of this company but also the fact that they've created some really outrageously out of this world take no names type of games bayonetta one and two and three on its way is just outstanding um they made one of my all-time favorite cartoons into a video game probably in my opinion the best version of transformers i've ever played and I, that's not taken away from age of um you know uh what is it, age of cybertron or war on cybertron which came out and they came out with which was like a gears of war type of game which was still great in its own way but this when they made transformers devastation that was the game for me that was my version and not only that they brought back peter cullen uh frank weller and like majority of the cast that was still around that's still around from the 80s cartoon voiced the game i swear to goodness platinum games if anybody works there that is hearing this right now please bring that game to the nintendo switch There are still hardcore G1 Transformers fans out there that would love to play that. But they also came out with other really great games as well uh, for this game. I believe Nier, if I'm pronouncing that right, was also one of the games they came out with. Um, You know, They've made some really great titles along the way. Uh, Legend of Korra was done by them as well. And I actually like that game. It wasn't one of their best games, but I like that game. But here, with Astral uh, Chains, this was a strict exclusive Nintendo game made by them for Nintendo Switch and it really showed how really great it is to be a Nintendo Switch fan and how powerful this handheld console really is and what you were rewarded rewarded with was a visually absolutely visually stunning game that gave you everything you ever wanted in an action game. Stunning anime visuals, uh, you know, vibrant colors. I mean, just everything. Action game controls everything. We're going to talk about all that right now. Let's start with the story here. Because this latest action adventure game uh, title that they came out with allows you to customize your character to take on hordes of monsters known as Chimeras as a member of a police force known as Neuron as you're fighting to you know save the world from extinction pretty much you play as one half of a twin unit with special abilities to control a virtual spirit known as legions some will say familiar whatever uh the anime fans may recognize this type of thing as this type of being as a stand like and i'm talking about the stand that you would see on uh, anime like jojo's bizarre adventure so if you've ever watched Jojo, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure before, you know, the characters have these ability to, you know, release or summon these spiritual beings called stands, which only they can see or people who with the ability to see stands can see. They kind of went that route with this game as well, where the legions are these spiritual virtual beings that only per- people who can summon them themselves can also see as well. And these legions give you different abilities to do a whole bunch of different things in here while you set up to rid the world of the major threat your characters your character and twin siblings discover secrets to their past which changes the direction of the development of the characters and other characters involved within the story Uh, as the main character you can you will have possession of your legions which gives you special combat abilities as well you will also be able to control both your character in legions during battle for a new and dynamic form of gameplay that uh platinum games has never really done before and this is very interesting like the ability to be able to control two different characters in a battle in a heated battle of many different hordes of monsters that really steps it up and they made it, managed to do it and balance it out really well here the controls which we're going to talk about in the gameplay Takes only a minute to really figure out, as uh, with the help of a training room that allows you to master great new moves and techniques uh, in no time. You will, and and all throughout the game, you know when you finish a mission, you go back to headquarters, you go into the training room and start practicing on certain move sets that you uh, have learned and developed through updating, upgrading, and uh, advancing. So you got that. You will also um, have the ability to control various legions, including uh, a sword legion for fast paced attacks at arrow legion for long range attacks uh you know shooting arrows from afar or whatever like that uh arm legion which causes great damage in you know hand-to-hand combat pretty much K9, which is one of my favorite legions uh for attacking and sniffing out items and clues and uh you know and as well as chimeras that hide in plain sight uh they also have axe uh which is probably the last one that you get no spoilers um which breaks into new areas so you have all of those you know legions to work with eventually and how you get them i can't explain because that will reveal some of the story i'll let you reveal that because it's worth checking out the story as well your character is also equipped with a weapon that transforms into three four uh, weapon forms including an energy based baton it's a baton but it generates a uh, energy surge that Pretty much becomes almost like a sword, a a, a saber sword, if you will. Uh, then it transforms into a really cool gun, and then it transforms into a really huge broadsword. It and I, the fact that you get to see the animation of the transformation is really awesome to see. So I mean, th- there's so much detail in this particular game, and I know they've done some really great games before, where, like I said, with Bayonetta and Transformers and all those other games. But there's such an attention to detail in this game, unlike you've seen. In any of the other games before, this game right here may have upped the ante of what Platinum Games can do for action role-playing games like this. So it's just it's, there's a lot of awesome things throughout this entire game. Uh, your character also is, is also equipped with a weapon. Oh, well, I've already did that. Nope. Ha. <laughs> uh, you will also have the opportunity to upgrade uh, both your weapon and the legions uh when earning enough points and material to strengthen uh and make you a more powerful warrior in battle and if you play like games like spider-man and uh batman they had you know it's that type of you know rpg element right there where you can just start leveling up your characters which then opens up to new techniques and everything you get with your legions as you upgrade them you'll also be able to learn new and exciting moves in battle as well which again once you learn those moves you go into training uh you go into the training room to you know pretty much learn how to make these moves really work in effect and i've seen i've seen actual video streams of people playing really well with them and getting like s plus ranks you know playing the games and everything so um it's worth checking out because there's some really great cool techniques that you can learn from this game um having legions on your side you know pretty much with a great i mean like there are hordes of chimera chimeras all around and that's the way they want it because your legion the idea is for your legion to be able to back you up and shield you and help you and support you and to gain the advantage of the whole entire thing so the way that they created the control scheme for that you would think is a little bit complex but it's really not it's really user-friendly it's really easy to learn and a lot of fun to play from there the presentation of this game Is one of the most beautiful games on the Nintendo Switch right now, bar none. Just absolutely. You look at this game, and then you look at what was the other game that I played? Bloodstain. Bloodstain should have looked like this game. I don't. I know that they were talking about doing an upgrade for Bloodstain. I haven't checked in a while and see if there was an update for Bloodstain. But the visuals in Bloodstain, in comparison to what it looks like on the Nintendo, uh, I'm I'm sorry, on the Xbox and the PlayStation Four there's no there's no reason why it should look like that when other games like astral change and other games that i've played prior right after that look absolutely groundbreaking and stunning for a handheld game it it just it was it looks very grainy and and muddy and in comparison but astral chain looks phenomenal here i mean like absolutely one of the things that i most appreciated uh Uh, in this game is the features that allow you to um have the ability to create your character that represents different ethnicities appropriately and i gotta say and we we talked about this all through this episode this game here i really appreciated this game because they didn't have as much as far as hair types for it but the one hair type that they had was enough to appreciate because it was just like a a low-cut you know, like what we call like kind of like a hustler cut. It's just low cut with a good lineup on air. So if you got a character and he you want him to be a person of color, you use that one. It looks really good. It looks really good. He looks... When you look at the character, it's an anime character, but he does look like he is African-American or a person of color, for that matter. And also, when you change the, the pigmentation color and hue of your character, your twin also carries that as well because for some reason and i wish they would they would allow this and i tried to play the game to see if you could but you can't you can't change the look of your character so if i'm playing the male and your twin is a female which that's usually the case or vice versa you can't change the other one so i played the set i played i opened another file as the female character and made a really cool female uh character of color but I couldn't change the color, uh, I couldn't change anything else about the um, the male version, we, which the male version in the beginning has long straight hair, <laughs> so I think if that's one of the things that I would love for them to update and fix, because it's like, okay, if you're making a person of color, rather they're maybe Indian descent, or they're, like I said, from Atlanta, <laughs> who some of them already have straight hair, I, I ain't mad at that, but you know, if I wanted to change the look of the other person, like, why can't I? You know, just for just for uh, the effect and, and just the feel of it. So that's just one of the little negatives that I probably have of it. But otherwise, the ability to create your main character as an appropriate representation, I thought was actually really... It, it added on to my, to my gameplay, uh, you know, experience, if you will. Uh, I was all... I actually... I uh, was also loving the fact that we got more anime characters nowadays that, or anime shows that are really celebrating and representing different ethnicities appropriately. We got Cannon Busters out there, which of course it's been, it was created based on a person of color as well. But you also had like Afro Samurai out there, and you got other new anime out there that are now starting to do it. This embrace of Japan is well appreciated because we love, we're anime fans ourselves, and we like to see us in these type of things, too, and I think they're starting to, you know, they are always getting on the ball of things as well, so I absolutely appreciate that very much. Um, I really admired and enjoyed what they've done creatively um, with this game, just entirely. The other great feature that I absolutely like is the Iris mode, which is basically the detective mode from Batman, the Arkham series, and to find and detect clues and people that you're searching uh because during the game during the plot points of the game you will have side missions or certain parts of the game where you have to you know pretty much be a detective and you also have to use the iris computer to search for different people and if you it'll scan out different civilians that are in the area you know right birth date and that's a lot talk about that think about the attention to detail that went into that uh so you know every character that's any non-main character that's in the game and you're walking through the streets and there's a ton of different people in the street and you turn on the iris mode they have a birthday a blood type and whatever for each character in that game you know there's not enough attention to detail uh that is being focused on when games like this do that i love that i think because we're so used to it now and we've been spoiled by it we don't appreciate that type of level of detail and i really appreciate them doing stuff like that the game's landscape, as well, although very dark and dreary, it does show hints of vibrant and uh, vibrant and saturation uh, saturated colors within the game, and as well as the characters in the game and the costumes that stands out as is needed to because you got all this dark and dreary apocalyptic, you know, post-apocalyptic type of type of world, but your characters and. You know your characters' colors and everything—the blues and the eyes, and you know the white, of uh, the eyes and, and in and the skin colors—it really does stand out. So it's like a layer. You know, if you're a graphic designer, you kind of understand this, or an animator, whatever you understand this is like a layer effect. That you know, you see the background, you see the you know the background and of the city behind you, but you know you got the characters that stand out, and they're always going to be in the forefront because of the color schemes that you pick. Even if you change the color of your costumes, you know you have the advantage of that. And your color, your characters also through achieving and unlocking side missions will have the ability to change costumes as well as colors. Uh, Like there's a whole color palette of uh, colors that you can use for your, uh, for the suits that you wear. And you could color your legions as well, which is awesome. So if you go into like the headquarters room or the main room or the training room, there's a little bit of a um, module in there that you go in and you put your you know, my, you put your uh, iris module in there, where uh, the legions can come out. Pretty much, one you clean. For some reason, you collect and clean all of the uh, chimera crystals that you find in, a, in the neighborhoods, and then you go to the headquarters and you clean it off the actual legions. I still don't understand what the point of that is, or whether that does accumulate to certain you know points or whatever that allows you to um, you know upgrade your characters, but it's a fun thing to do you can actually clean them out but upon cleaning out the uh crystals off of the uh legions you can also change and customize the colors so each legion can have a different color scheme so again to make your experience a little bit different from other people's gameplay experience as well so i thought that was pretty cool uh you can also change you know cost like i said you can use costumes headgear mask all that stuff just making them totally uh, customizable but you there are so many more different items to unlock in the game for you to do so. So this gives a lot of a lot more replay value and there are tons of hours of gameplay in this game um, whether you hang around at headquarters, uh doing training, going uh to upgrade your legions, talking to many of the characters in the game, uh playing side missions, replay, you know, uh, replay value is in the game and you know, I believe after beating the game which I did, it allows you to keep everything all over again. And there's a, you know, this is total Nintendo tradition. Uh, There's always going to be a new game plus type of experience where it allows you to roll over everything that you've gained before and still play through the game. I believe you can also replay the Stages all over again, if you want to, and upgrade your character continuously from there, making the experience a lot easier as well. And that's something that Platinum Games have done with all their games. I believe I've done that with Transformers. I believe I've done it with T- uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, as well as Legend of Korra as well. So, again, uh, overall, this uh this is platinum games most creative and ambitious title to date in my opinion um if you are a fan of any of the games such as bayonetta transformers devastation teenage mutant ninja turtles Korra, regardless any of it and and many more you will easily enjoy this game uh and if you're a nintendo switch fan this is the reason to get this game this is the reason to get a nintendo switch if there's always going to be one game that somebody gets last year when it first came out it was zelda breath of the wild uh then smash brothers then you know for marvel fans marvel ultimate alliance which was also a very one of my favorite games this year again but astral chain after playing this game i truly enjoyed my experience with this game i will be continuing to play it even after the fact i may even play it over again uh you know with the other file as well And it's just so many things that you could do even after beating the game. So um, the story was also great and it grabbed me with anticipation of figuring out the uh, the secrets of the twins and other characters in the game as well. So this game has become absolutely one of my favorites this year. If you haven't gotten a Nintendo Switch yet and want to know what games you need to get, add Astral Change to your list among other games on the list of saying this is what I need to get this type of game. So I would say... If you haven't jumped on Astro Change yet and you do own a Nintendo Switch, trust me when I tell you, you won't be wrong. You won't be uh, disappointed. Absolutely. If I give this grade game anything, it's going to be a solid day from here. So, folks, that will do it for this edition of Select Start. Next week on Select Start, it is literally the afternoon right now, which means new games have released. And one of the new games that I will be getting right now that I will be reviewing next week is Way Forward's latest 2D. RPG beat-em-up game, River City Girls. What drew me to this game was, one, the character design. Two, it's way forward. They've done a tremendous amount of games. Remember, WayForward does Shanti have Genie Hero. And previously, a while back, DuckTales, the remastered version. They became a, a favorite of mine ever since they did that game. Uh, and this is going to be no different. I, I'm a big fan of their style of games and retro games. River City Girls looks amazing and it looks really cool and fun this with the simple storyline of three badass teen girls fighting their way to save their boyfriends enough said (laughs) i'm immediately on this game uh not only that but i'm gonna i've also like i said i downloaded super kirby's clash and i will be giving my thoughts on that and much more that happens next week too i'm thinking too we i just talked about you know what are the games that will the re- what is the reason to get a nintendo switch that could be the topic of next week too so who knows depending on what happens or one of the things that i talk about next week amongst reviewing uh river city girls next week so stay tuned for that and much much more fans and then this sunday we're going to continue with the dbz controversy and see what's developed with that hat people have been in hiding their funimation has not mentioned anything they've been keeping it moving Sean Schimmel has not mentioned anything. Chris Sabat, Sabat, on the other hand, is weirdly tweeting and retweeting lately. Weirdly retweeting lately, and I'll just say it at that. So we'll be talking about all that and anything else that develops from there, plus any more news going on in the world of anime, comics, movies, and games as well. So folks, stay tuned for all that as well. Thank you for supporting this actual show as always you can check us out on talktimelive.com iheartradio itunes stitcher google play and pop Bean. and thank you for the support thank you always for everything and we will keep it going and keep it growing as always so folks that will do it on behalf of myself this is Dax xavier josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talktime live i am out of here folks have a great week and i will talk to you on sunday